Welcome to Element Pods, where we start the conversation of how God is moving in your life. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Element Podcasts again. Josh Sykes here. I am with the Max Chatelain. Uh, Max, uh, you are uh, going into a new role coming this fall, being the children's and youth minister or director, whatever that role is going to look like, right? Mm-hmm. Jacob's Well in Lincoln. Tell us a little bit about that new role that you're stepping into. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. Yeah. Um, so Jacob's Well is this uh, nonprofit ministry uh, that exists kind of in the urban core of Lincoln, Um and their their main purpose is just being really good neighbors. Um, that's kind of the ethos of of what they're about, what we're about. Um, and the the neighborhood, the place that they get to be neighbors, is a, a place uh, full of people that are often would be considered marginalized people, uh, people who live in poverty, um, who work with many refugee uh, people, um, people who kind of just have had a rough go of life. And so, so we just love them really well. We help them find and um, get the resources they need to just be able to eat, to be able to have a coat when it's cold, you know, to, to get the help they need and, um, and just hope to just love them really well on that. Those are things we really take for granted, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. having a coat to keep warm, having a, for sure. you know, how, how often do we open our cupboards and go, there will be mm-hmm. cereal there and there is milk in the fridge. Yeah. You know, we, we take that for granted. Oh, that, yeah. And so you, there's a couple, couple terms that you use there that I want you to expand on a little bit. You said um, that it exists in a part of Lincoln to minister to people that are marginalized. Mm. Uh, so, so our students can understand that. What do you mean by marginalized, if a, if a people group is marginalized, what does that mean? Um, I guess the be- easiest way to put it is uh, just think of the when you're writing a paper, the margins are on the sides, they're on the edges. It's not the majority, um, and and so people that are in the margins are people that are other. Um, oftentimes are treated as less than. Um, oftentimes are in that position. Um, not of their own choosing, um, and just face different challenges than a lot of us do. Like you mentioned, you know, a lot of us don't wake up every day wondering where our meal is going to come from, you know, or or wake up wondering, like, if we're going to have to leave our country. Yeah. Like a lot of the people that we work with have had to do. And, and so that's what, I guess, what I mean when I say people are marginalized. Mm. Um, and I think there's, if as you expand upon that, like, I think we all have people in our world, in our life, um, that are seen as other, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's the refugee or the immigrant or the person in poverty or, uh, the person that just lives a different lifestyle than us. Um, yeah. we all kind of have that other in our life. You know, I've thought about that a lot. I've thought about how, um, the marginalized in our culture and it's, um, you know, being marginalized doesn't know, or being the other, as mm-hmm. you would say, it yeah. doesn't know necessarily a socioeconomic back boundary. Yeah. It doesn't know, sometimes it doesn't know a race boundary mm-hmm. or yeah. a sexuality boundary. Like it can, it goes across yeah, those definitely. boundaries. Um, and I want to jump into in a, in a minute what you mean by reaching others, mm-hmm. because I think that's so important. 
uh, to understand uh, is a term that you would use to understand God's economy Hmm. in that. Uh, But before we get there, you said that the calling there of Jacob's Well and Lincoln is to be good neighbors. Mm, What does that mean? Tell me about that. Because, like, does it mean, you know, because we all have neighbors, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we have confusing definition of what it means to be a good neighbor. So speak to that. Well, I mean, it's. It's funny, it's a simple concept that I think we oftentimes overcomplicate because, you know, being a good neighbor is just being kind, being available, you know, loving well. You know, I think we all can look to examples in our life where people have been good neighbors to us, whether Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, the neighbor across the way that brings over tomatoes from her garden, you know, or the, the neighbor that lends a cup of sugar. Yeah. You know, or yeah. the, the neighbor that mows your lawn when you're out of town. You know, yeah. like those are, you know. Or the neighbor that has a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or the or the, the friend down the street that you go play basketball with. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of just clear examples of what it means to be a good neighbor. And I think in a lot of ways we've, we've started to lose some of those things as, mm-hmm. you know, our culture has sort of turned inwards a little bit. And we get, uh, we relate and interact with people in different ways than we maybe used to. Um, yeah. But it, but with Jacob's well, you know, be, that is our one of our core um, tenets because, you know, we believe to like be good neighbors is like central to what it means to be a follower of Jesus. It's you know, it's biblical. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we are to to love others well. Like, I mean, it's love God and love others. Like, you follow those two things, yeah. and it's going to sort a lot out for you in your faith walk. So there's that word. We're hearing it again. Love God and love others. Yeah. Um, I, I would like you to speak to God's economy of who others are hmm. so that it will help us. Yeah. in Because what you're, you've been saying is others is as we look out and we see people that are in a other category than us. Sometimes maybe we view them as being in a lesser category, maybe because of their social status, maybe Mm -hmm. because their economic status, maybe because of gender, uh, incorrectly thinking that because of gender, race, any of those things, Mm -hmm. we put them in an others category. Talk about God's economy of that. How does God see others? Yeah. So, you know, it's the way God sees us is there is no other like he there we are not other to god you know because he loves each of us dearly you know and he he loves us deeply and he loves us so much that he sent his son jesus um to to rectify our relationship with him Mm. to lay himself down so that we could be in right relationship with god and so he loves us dearly and so in his economy there is no other yeah you know in his economy he he welcomes each of us with open arms. Now this is going to sound really cheesy, but this is like total John three sixteen. Yeah, it's because for God so loved the world. Yeah, and it and when when Jesus said the world, mm-hmm. that covered every economic background, every soci- sociological situation. Yeah. It covered every gender. Every yeah. you go down the list. Yeah, yeah, and so so if God does not see other, you know, if He doesn't see us as other, even though we. We probably deserve to be other sometimes when we are acting a fool, but you know he welcomes us anyways. If God doesn't see other, then we shouldn't see others either. We should we should be able to look at every single person that we encounter, regardless of how different they are than us, regardless of how challenging it may be to relate with them, mm-hmm. um, and you know and 
some of the times we may disagree and be upset with people, but but regardless of that, we're called we're called to love them. So we might not like them, but we're called to love them. So with that idea that we are called, this is what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to give a just a final challenge because you're speaking to mm-hmm. our, our middle school, high school students, literally anyone else that might be listening. What challenge yeah. would you give? Yeah. Because the heart for the other yeah. is why you're headed to Jacob's mm, well. Yeah. And and so what challenge would you give them? This is like your final yeah. punch it in the mouth, send sure. it home, hear for me. For sure. Well, what I, I guess I would encourage you, kids, is that you know I think we have all experienced being the other in relationships or in our school or in our community where we have we have felt less than or felt like we've been on the margins. Um, but we've also felt that warm embrace of community of love from other with our, from our parents or mm. our neighbors or a loved one um and and most of all we've all felt, hopefully felt that warm embrace from god mm. and so what i would just encourage you kids is that like we you know the same way that god embraces us and loves us despite all of our junk and all of our crap mm. like we're called to do the same to the other you know and and it, i think in your school and in your community, you know the other that we're talking about. Absolutely. And so my challenge is how are you going to embrace them mm-hmm. and pull them close uh, tomorrow and the next day? So, so students, please, please, please hear the heart of this message that obviously the entire world yeah. at one point was the other. Mm. And, and God has called you and has loved you completely and uniquely, but at the same time, all of humanity has been loved in the same way by God the Father. And go and love in the same manner mm. the others in your world. Yeah, uh, thanks for sharing, Max. Yeah, Just really yeah. appreciate it. And uh, students, you know, this is something you can bring up within your teams. Talk to your coaches. Uh, let let them let them know that you've been challenged by this, and go, hey, let's be the ones uh, to love the others because no one else is. For sure. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.